Welcome to Lightbridge Living Book, the podcast where we hear the stories of our students, staff, and faculty and get to know each other a little better. So sit back, relax, and listen to the stories that make our lightning family spark. Lightning. We're here for another episode of our Living Book Podcast. We're continuing with our Counselors Month. Uh, coming back from Mr. Kalba last week, and this week we have one of our counselors, Miss Rachel Wallenberg, with us, uh, and she is the counselor for Alpha R O to Z. So, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks so much. I'm so happy to be doing this. Uh, so, we're just going to jump right in and get started. And I'm going to ask you, what is your why, or what led you to Lightridge? So I came to Lightridge, um, I w- used to work at CHAMP, and I worked with Miss Campbell, and I really enjoyed working with her. I liked the counseling department that I was a part of. I had the end of the alpha there, so that when Lightridge opens, a lot of my students were coming over to Lightridge. So I thought that it was a natural transition to come over here and to join them, to open a new school, to help them um, find their way, to be engaged, and just knowing them before they got here was really nice too. Yeah, that's incredible to know. So that's something that I did not have coming to Lightridge. I didn't know anybody. Like, I came from a whole different county, so I literally did not know a teacher or a student or anybody. And that's really what's made this year difficult for me, is that, you know, trying to build those relationships virtually, we're not even in person, To that that's been really a challenge. To have that, like, foundation already, I'm sure was great. Yeah, it definitely is. It's nice to see some faces that I'm familiar with or some parents that I'm familiar with to know people, it's nice because like you said, we were all new in the beginning, every right. single one of us. We didn't know each other, yeah. students didn't know each other. It was all new for everyone. Yeah, and great for the students too to have a friendly face and somebody that they have a relationship with too from their perspective as well. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, so let's jump in. I like talking about what you were like as a student. So are you from around the area? Where did you grow up? I'm not, I'm actually from Buffalo, New York. Okay. Um, and I moved down to Virginia in 2015 to take my first school counseling job. Okay. That's what brought me here. That's great. And was that in Loudoun County? Have you been in Loudoun County since then? That was not. This is my second year in Loudoun County. Okay. Which is nice. My first year at Champs and then I transitioned to Light Ridge. So that was in a very small school um, out in Shenandoah County. So sort of like by Skyline over in that general area. Okay. That's great. So Loudoun County is the place to be now. That's what I say. Yeah, I'm really enjoying my time here. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, and how about as a student? What were you like as a student? Did you Were you academic? Were you into extracurriculars? Um, I was kind of quiet as a student. I did take AP honors courses, so that was something that was important to me. Um, I remember very distinctly uh, AP Lit and AP US History. Okay. I remember those two. <laughs> those two are burned into my mind forever. So that was enjoyable. I did newspaper. Um, I did literacy magazine. Those were my two real activities. I did try out for a sports team once. I tried out for the softball team once, and I did not make it. <laughs> but um, I still play sometimes uh, in adult leagues, which is pretty fun. Oh, that's but really not fun. In high school. Yeah. I tried out for volleyball, and they asked me if I wanted to be the statistician. So that's uh, <laughs> that was my volleyball audition there. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, what about your first job? What was your first job you ever had? 
Um, my first job was a paid internship. I actually went, uh, when I was in high school, I forgot to mention this, I was part of an academy. Um, it was a finance academy. So I did all business related classes, had a business internship, um, and all, all business related. So when I did all that to know that I did not want to go into business. Okay. <laughs> so it's good to explore those things when you're in school so that yeah. you, you have an idea of what you like and what you do not like. But some of those um, were invaluable experiences. So my first was a paid internship um, at a small insurance company. So it was an insurance agent who dealt with different policies and my job was literally in the attic scanning in insurance policies into this computer because they were not electronic. Oh, funny. Yeah, it was wild. You were digitizing. Yes, yeah. I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So it's interesting to me how people like like the path that they take to get to where they ended up. So I think that that's important that you did all this business stuff and were like, I don't want to do this anymore. That that's like what high school is for is figuring out as I think life is just as much figuring out what you don't want to do and what you're not okay with than it is figuring out what you are okay with and what you do want. I completely agree. It's it's high school is a fun time to explore your interests, to take the different classes, to find out if you are interested in business or if you're interested in arts or what it is to learn then and to explore. And that's kind of what I did. So I knew when I was going to college what I liked and what I didn't like, or I had a better idea. Right. Nobody knows definitively. I mean, I switched majors when I was in college. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I, I you know just trial and error. Yeah, I used that opportunity in college. I had. Um, just my religious studies 101 professor approached me after class and said, I'm starting a Chinese program and I think that maybe you would be really good at it. Would you be interested? And I was like, well, I've never thought about taking Chinese before. That was not offered at my small town high school. I think it's great we offer things like that here. Um, and I was like, well, I don't, okay, like why not? Let's, let's learn Chinese. And so I did the equivalent of five years of very intense Chinese language study. I studied abroad in China two summers. It just wow. opened up this whole world. I ended up with a, a second degree in Asian studies, so not even a wow. dual major. I ended up with a whole degree in it because somebody said, hey, here's an opportunity. And I was like, you know what? Let's go ahead and give that a shot. Man, I think that it would be pretty cool if I could be like, I can speak Chinese. So, And I can't very well now. But <laughs> at the time, in my heyday, I was pretty good at one point. That's so, pretty awesome. Yeah. That time to explore is always interesting. Um, how about you personally? What are like your passions and hobbies? What do you do in your free time? Um, pretty much all my free time right now is devoted to um, Krav Maga and MMA. Awesome. So those are my favorite things to do now. I do Krav Maga on Mondays and Wednesdays. And it takes up my whole night, basically. And then MMA on Tuesdays and Thursdays. All right. So, so. I think because we, I, I, we've had Moral, Miss Abawali, on the podcast before, too. And she did martial arts, like, as a teenager. So that's fascinating to me that we have in the counseling department these, like, these fighters. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Miss Abawali is a black belt. Um, I have a purple belt in Krav, so my next test would be a red belt, and then it's brown, brown one, black recommended, and black. Okay. So I'll get there eventually. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end goal. Um, and then MMA, I am just a green belt, so I've got lots more time left in MMA. But yeah. it's very, very, very fun. I love that intense exercise that comes with it. So just that getting your heart rate up and doing all that sort of like the kicking and punching and running and 
all that exercise incorporated with it. It's so fascinating. Yeah. And just being able to like challenge your body. It's just, it's such a fun experience. That's really cool. How much did the pandemic affect that for you? Oh yeah, that was pretty crazy. Um, when I started, I started in that November. So November of 2019 and I came in as a white belt and then my first real test was supposed to happen right when the COVID closure happened. And I remember getting an email from the master instructor um, talking about the possibility of closing the facilities. And I was like, oh my goodness, this is my first real belt test because I had missed the first cycle because I came in at a weird time. Okay. So I didn't know enough material to test. This was the real first time I was going to test. And I just remember thinking about it. What's like, what's going to happen with this? Are we going to close? Like, everything around us is closing. So we did close, and we did everything on Zoom. So I was in the basement doing this. Oh, my gosh. And my two cats would come <laughs> with me every class, and they would be all jumping all over me. My one little kitten, Pierogi is her name. Oh, my gosh, I love that. <laughs> she was the one that was most involved in it because she would, like, chase me and, like, <laughs> jump on my leg. And, like, one time I was doing the exercises, like the push-up exercise, and I had the camera facing this way so the instructor could make sure that you were participating. And she just walked and sat right in front of it. <laughs> and I was like, that is the most cat thing you could possibly do. That is do. absolutely <laughs> the most cat thing you can do. Oh, that's funny. So, yeah, and we did a belt test cycle entirely on Zoom. And then we finally got back. And it was several months before I got the belt or certificate or anything like that. And then it was a little weird being back because you had the social distancing. We had our own boxes we had to be in. Right. Six feet apart, mask on at all time. And anybody who's exercising a mask is difficult. It is difficult. I can't wait <laughs> walking up the stairs here in the yes. mask. I can't. <laughs> it is. So I'm hoping that once things are back to normal, after exercising for almost a year and a half in a mask, yeah. I'll feel better when I do it without it. You're going to feel really good yes. without it. Yeah. Like get to a new belt test really fast. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. What made you get into that? Has it been something that's always been an interest for you? or It has. Um, I did it when I was in high school, actually. When I was 15, I did Kempo Karate, and I made it up to a blue belt. And then I had to stop because my family couldn't afford it at that time. So it was expensive. Still is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I couldn't afford it, so I had to stop. And I made a promise to myself that I would go back, and that I would go back, and I would get my black belt. So it's a promise I have to myself that I'm going to keep. And the discipline didn't matter so much, whether it was karate or krav or MMA. Right. It's just getting to that finish line. Yeah. I started it once, and I'm starting it again, and I want to finish. Yeah. And just have that achievement. And it's a representation of all that hard work that you've done. It's so mental as well as physical. Yeah, so absolutely. Getting in that, yeah, getting in that headspace and just building up your self-esteem and your confidence, and it's really helped me and it helps other people who do it 100% recommend it. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm so I learned so many things on this. I love it. <laughs> who are your heroes in life? Who do you consider to be your heroes? Okay, uh fun answer first and then serious answer. So, I love Spider-Man and Batman. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about them. They are my favorite superheroes. So, I love Spider-Man. Um, I have like a Spider-Man hoodie that zips up into like a full Spider-Man outfit. It's That's wild. Cool. <laughs> yes, I wear it every Halloween. Yes. <laughs> so all of you who are listening next year, you can see me wear it on Halloween. <laughs> I've always liked the journey that Peter Parker takes in his development as a person and the lessons uh -huh. that he learns and turning into Spider-Man. So I really like that. Um, real life hero 
I would have to say, um, is my grandma. So my grandma has been the strongest and biggest supporter throughout my entire life. Mm -hmm. She's done so much and gone through so much. She um, raised two kids on her own. She lived on her own. And that was like in the 50s and 60s when it like really wasn't heard of to be right. a single mother at that time. Right. And so she provided strength and support to them and continued to do that to my uh, my dad and my uncle and continued to do that into my existence and into my adulthood. There was a period of time when I even lived with her, so I just have a great relationship with her, but yeah. she's always been kind and compassionate. She always puts others first. She thinks of everybody else before her, and she would give the shirt off her back. She's a wonderful woman. That's great. Is she still up yeah. in Buffalo? She is. Yeah. So. Makes going home worth it. It does. Yeah. I definitely go home <laughs> to see her for yeah. sure. All right. Well, as we come to a close here, we're going to finish with Miss Ivory's favorite two questions. What is your favorite book or what are you currently reading? My favorite book of all time is Viktor Frankl's Man's Search for Meaning. Okay. So um, he is or was a Holocaust survivor. He's since passed. And in the concentration camp, when he was taken there, he wrote his entire theory on existential psychology. So wow. he's the father of existential psychology. And what that means is, what is your why? His argument is that the void that you have in the journey that you have when you go on as a person is you trying to find your why and your meaning. And it's different for everybody. It's just a fascinating book, fascinating branch of psychology. It's one of my favorites. Okay. So I absolutely love it. Highly recommend it. I'm going to add it to the library list. I don't, I don't think we have that one. We're going to get that in. Definitely. Uh, and then also, what is your favorite place you've ever traveled to or what's like number one on your bucket list? That's a good one. I would have to say... The number one on the bucket list is Hyde. So I would like to go to Paris. Okay. Um, I have talked about going to Paris for a very long time. Um, my grandma went there. She really enjoyed it. She told me about all the sites and everything that she's seen there. And it, there's so much history in the city. Yeah. It's nice to travel throughout Europe when it's a non-pandemic year and you can go places. Yes. I like the food. I like the culture, everything. So that would be fantastic. But then I always think I would really like to go to Mexico and lay on a beach. Okay, yeah, so I get I, you. Yeah. <laughs> I always think that would be very nice, too, so I'm torn. The Paris so. is like the go-go-go vacation where yes. like you're trying to experience everything and absorb it, and then the Mexico is just the, uh, the relaxing one. Absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes I, you need both. Yes, I frequently... Uh, daydream about if I won $100 million from the lotto. Yes. And I would definitely go both places. Yeah. I do frequently do think yeah. about that. Yeah. <laughs> That's a fun and dangerous game to play. It, it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm comfortable with winning $100 million from the lotto, though. In case you're curious, that is a comfortable amount. <laughs> that is. $100 million is good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me. Well, it was a pleasure. Thank you so much. I'm so happy that we got to do this. Yes, me too. Bye. Thank you so much to Miss Wallenberg for being my guest. Credit, as always, to Anchor FM and Storyblocks for audio for our podcast. Join us next week for a new episode. And, as always, thank you to you, our listeners, for tuning in each week. Go Lightning! <laughs>